The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out Show. This is Bonnie Bonadeo, your host, and we are a part of this six-week series masterclass that I've been doing. So this is part four of our six-week series. So I'm just going to kind of give you a little uh, recap of what we've done so far at this point. So our first series, so if you haven't listened to all of them, you can go back into the archives or you can listen to them on iTunes. But in our first series, we talked about creating your intentions and personal brand. And this was really a, a, a testament to we all start the new year with, oh, I have some resolutions and goals I want to complete. The problem is, is with resolutions and goals is that it's kind of an out there uh, approach to deciding how you want to be for this year. And intention is an inside approach. So, of course, we're talking about beauty on the inside out. So if you created your intentions from the inside, you have a better chance of meeting your goals and resolutions that you've set up. In our second um, session, we talked with Tosco Reno, and it was all about eating clean. And, of course, there's going to be some of that that's going to come up today as well because we're it's about health, wellness, and fitness today. But Tosco was really interesting in just sharing with it, um, you know, that we're really in a society that is becoming obese and how to be able to make better choices. Um, and as she was sharing some of that, I realized what I had for dinner the previous night was um, Wendy's hamburger and french fries, and I felt horrible all night long. So it was kind of my testament to, yep, I got to make better choices. Our third session was really the beauty and power of a healthy mind. And that's actually going to be um, as an archive in there too. And I have Sandra Reich. She's one of our Voice America radio hosts as well. And she's got um, straight talk with Sandra Reich. So be sure to listen to that. Not only is she talking about anxiety and depression, which can really have us not feeling good and beautiful from the inside out, but she's a relationship expert. So if this year you have an intention of having a love in your life, uh, she's the go-to gal that you want to hear about. And then, um, of course, our show today is my very good friend and one of my uh, instructors when I did some really good working out. I, I, have to, I have to admit, last night while I was writing up all of this episode, I was sitting there in my yoga clothes, ready to go to yoga, and I wanted to get it out the door. And I thought, if I... I can take a few more minutes and write up all of this content and push it out to my dear friend G. Pelletieri, or I can go to yoga. And so I chose to go to yoga because I thought I have to be really integral with this conversation that I'm going to be having with her today. So then uh, last night I got home after yoga and I never pushed the email out. So uh, I didn't prepare my guest very much, but let me share with you about my guest. So she is uh, she's the owner and founder of the Pilates and 
Gyrotonic Institute of Scottsdale. And um, so she's going to share with us not just about Pilates and gyrotonics and stuff like that, but really how to be able to be as well fit and healthy as you can be. And what does it take to be able to do that? And how do we kind of get that energy going from the inside to say, you know what, this is the year, as Oprah has been promoting like crazy on TV, this is the year of my best body. So I want to be committed to that, whether it's through whatever company she's promoting or or not. I want that same commitment for myself. So we're going to talk to G, and she's going to tell us how to do that. Now, G has just informed me that she has been teaching for 42 years and as a trainer. So she is the go-to gal for experience in all things fitness and wellness here. So, G, thank you so much for being with us today. It's so nice to be here, Bonnie. Thank you so much for inviting me this morning. Yeah. So you, so you have this, you have this institute where you're doing Pilates and and gyrotonics and stuff. But I really, what I want to hear right now is just your story. How did you get started in this? Because yes, you're fit, you're beautiful. I'm, I'm staring at her right now. I can tell you that if you want to look younger. She's got the secret to this. She definitely has the secret to this because she is glowing, and I want that same glow. And I know it's a healthy lifestyle, so that's not just being fit or working out. It's it's a lot of things combined. So I know we're going to talk about that, but tell us your story. How... How, what even had you get started in this? Well, I, re- I decided long, long ago when I was young, I looked around at my family and somehow I realized that my family was genetically, um, what should I say, had a problem with heart attacks. So I realized my grandmother died at 52 years old. Mm. I wasn't born yet. My two uncles, my this is all on my mom's side, uh, her mom had died at 52. Her two uncle or her two uh, brothers had passed away at 49 years old from heart disease as well. I have a r- really, really amazing background in genetic history of people dying very young. And that really upset me even when I was really young. So I decided that um, I was going to be different in my family. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be well. And I wanted to teach other people to be fit and well so they can have a long and healthy life. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. you've surpassed some of the ages of a oh, lot of your yeah. relatives. Oh, yes, 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 um, yes. So that's good news, right? So yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah, and I think that being a teacher and seeing what people can do and what people, um, if they put enough effort into it, how amazing their lives can be by just changing just a few little things, and, and they can live a really long, healthy, and, and um, fun life. Mm, I like the word fun. Yeah, I think because, fun it has because, a lot to do with Because sometimes that. when I think about working out, I don't necessarily think about it fun. Also, when I think about eating a salad for dinner versus a big plate of pasta, it doesn't sound as much fun to me. <laughs> so, yeah, fun well, is a I good word. I think it depends. You have to really think about <laughs> what you want in your life. Do you want a, well, like, say, for instance, you do want pasta. It's okay if you have pasta, but you just can't have it every day. You have to make sure that you're eating foods that are going to help your body work the right way. Yeah, it's and it's important, especially because we all live such busy lifestyles nowadays oh. that it, it's, I want to feel good. Um, I want to feel good from start to finish. I want to feel good when I wake up and I want to feel good when I go to bed. And I can, t- I know for a fact that if I don't work out or if I'm not eating healthy in that day, 
I don't have the longevity. I don't have the wherewithal. I don't have the stamina to be able to accomplish the things I want to accomplish. Right. And it's it, to me, it's so, so much easier to plan your day, even though everybody's in a big rush and everybody's running around, getting the kids to school, getting to work, doing everything that they do during the day, that you actually have to plan what you're going to eat, what you're going to do to work out. And it doesn't have to be um, a big deal. I think everybody makes such a big deal about it, but if you just put a little bit of thought into it, I think you'll see how much easier it is to get through the week and eat well and be able to work out um, the way that you like to work out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So as a child, were you like very active and into sports and things like that? Well, I was really active, but in the days when I was growing up, uh, Title IX was not enacted until 1973, so they didn't really have sports in junior high or high school, so I wasn't ever really allowed to play sports because that was just kind of a, a guy thing. But um, I was always very active, even just playing in the playground or riding my bike, things like that. I just always was moving. I always liked the way that moving made me feel. And I think a lot of people don't realize that if they move even just a little bit, instead of sitting at their desk hours after hours, sitting at their computer hours after hours, just how much fatigue you get just from sitting in one place yes, all the time. And yes, that's what true. really bothers me is the people that sit at their desk all day long and they're not able to move, they're not able to do anything. Yeah, I set, um, I set an alarm every hour, like 55 minutes, and I take five minutes to move around and I go walk my dog, just even just yeah. three houses down. Yeah, that's a great and idea. And I just get out and, and it does. It's like, then I can kind of start fresh. Now, if I'm in something that I need to devote more time to it, then I create a stopping point. When, how much more do I need to get done in order to create a stopping point to get up and move around? But I can tell, I, I get up from my chair and I feel fatigued. I feel tense. I feel tight. I just, I need to move around. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I saw this post on Facebook the other day. Um, it was a picture of three kids going down like a slide on a playground, you know, from like uh-huh. back in the uh-huh. 60s and 70s, uh-huh. right? Uh, our generation where we can relate to this. And then it showed three kids sitting on like Barca lounger type chairs, you know, really comfy, fluffy right. back chairs just sitting on their phones. Right. And you can already tell already by the kids with their iPads and their phones, even their posture. If you look at the way your neck and your head and your back are all leaned over, that's a very, what we call um, in the wellness industry is kyphotic. So your whole upper spine starts to come forward. Your pecs start to tighten up. And then you get really round-shouldered. Your neck comes forward. And then you have a lot of neck and um, shoulder issues and back issues as well. Later in life. Later in yeah. life. Even well, some of the younger kids are getting that yeah. already. Well, and look at the backpacks that they carry with all right. their books because they don't offer uh, lockers right. at schools anymore. So things like that are affecting their health. Right. Now, I know that um, uh, even in regards to, uh, like, my son, you know, like, I, he's very active. Um, and so he works out and he's in baseball and all of that stuff. But I do notice that, you know, that if he doesn't eat right, if, and, you know, and I'm responsible for that. He's 17, so I'm still responsible for making sure that he's eating right. I can see it. I can notice a difference in his demeanor and everything like that. Totally. Your yeah. whole mood will, if you, if you don't drink enough water, if you're not eating the right foods, you're going to be really lethargic. You're going to be very tired. You're going to be very crabby. Yeah. So in in regards to then feeling fit, healthy, and well, and I, I'm going to use all those words like, you know, 
interchangeable. interchangeable all through this session here because I want to be able to understand the difference because, you know, right now um, I, I think I'm well, like I've never felt better um, from a perspective, but I'm not really as fit as I would like to be. Um, I do feel healthy, so but I don't make all the right healthy choices. And I know that this is a problem with not just me, but with a lot of people. Like, you know, last night sitting there thinking, do I push all these emails out or do I go to the do I go do a yoga class? And I went through the yoga class and I, I struggled with it. Like it wasn't my best yoga, I have to admit. Um, I got really lightheaded. I felt dehydrated in the class. Um, but I got through it. And then afterwards, of course, I did feel better. And then I went home and drank lots of water and ate a, ate a healthy salad. So in working out, I made a better choice on the back end. Had I not worked out, I probably would have not made a better choice about what I ate. Ah, so there's, there's, a lot of decisions to make. Those two really go hand in hand for you me. Betcha. So let's talk about just kind of in general of, you know, what are some of the hot topics as far as what people are doing to stay fit, well, and healthy in, in regards to kind of some exercise arenas? Okay. What are you seeing well, out there? Well, there's a whole, you know, every every five to ten years, the whole fitness craze gets into something different. Right now, there's ballet bar, which is really big. There's CrossFit. There's TRX. All Everything that you can do, and, and this is the way I've always looked at it, is that no matter what you like, if you really like it and you enjoy it, you will have a propensity to enjoy to to go out and do it rather than sit down on the couch and watch TV. So you have to find somebody that something that you really like to do. Some people love to do Zumba. Some people love to do jazzercise. Some people love to do Tai Chi, yoga, Pilates, gyrotonic. There's so many different forms of exercise: swimming, running, hiking, biking. There's so many things that you can choose from in this day and age, and you have the capacity to go to a fitness center. You have a choice to go to a rec center. You know, there's so many different price points as well to be able to go to the YMCA, the YWCA, the uh, a really nice country club. So you have the choices to go to a $10 a month club where you get all the weights, the cardio, the classes that you can possibly want. The one thing that you do have to come up with is time. Oh, it's time and money. Every everything, time every and big money. decision is time and money. You bet. You bet. Yeah. You bet. So the everybody has so much to do these days uh, with with the kids, um, work, just so many different things. So you have to actually plan your week to just like everything else. If you're going to go to the doctor, the dentist, when are you going to be able to work out? Some days it works, some days it doesn't work. Sometimes things get in the way. You just have to make sure that you can always have maybe two or three times a week where you can take a half hour to an hour of your day to do something. You don't have to do something every day. That's that's a misnomer. If you do something 3 times a week, you I will promise you, you will feel better after a month to six weeks. Okay, so that's really easy to say. Honestly, I mean, I have a radio show here that goes live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if I don't pre-record or I don't show up, there is dead air. That is unacceptable. Right. <laughs> I will have people on me about right. that. But it's not like I can easily say, you know what, I don't feel like working out tonight. Now, I noticed one thing that helps me, and this might help others, if I commit to at least one class a week. So in other words, if I know yoga starts at 530, then 
I it's on my calendar. It becomes just one more thing that exactly. I that is on my calendar that is a to do. Right. And so I'm more apt to go to that five thirty yoga class. But if I just say, you know what, I'm just gonna go do weights or just go hang out on the you know, the the treadmill or something like that and it's not a time set that I have to be there, it's really easy for me to sidebar it. You betcha. That's the problem with most people that are on their own. So it's really nice to be able to be accountable with another person. So you either find a friend, you find a relative, you be, you join a class to where you have somebody, you've paid money, or you even if you don't have any money and you just want to walk, you get a walking buddy. Mm-hmm. How easy is that to a where dog. you have that's to be? That's what my dog's for. <laughs> that's right. You have to be accountable to to meet that person, take the dog for a walk, and that way you're you know that you have to do that because especially if you have kids and you're really busy with kids most moms in particular will let everybody else come ahead of them oh yeah yeah and so to me if you take your kids put them in the stroller if they're little take the little kids put them in a wagon do something that includes them um, so that way you're, you always know that you're able to do a little bit, if, even if it's a half hour. Hold that thought because the, I want to hear all of the other ideas other than gym. So we're going to talk more about that. Okay. And we're going to talk about these other things we could do at home that still provide what we might need to have more of that fitness, wellness, and healthy lifestyle that we want. Okay? You bet. All right. So join us. I hope you guys are joining us in this. If you want to uh, go ahead and tweet me, it's Bonnie Bonadeo one You can also go on our Facebook page at Beauty Inside and Out Show. And uh, give us what ideas you have that you use for some great workout tips at home. All right, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Bonnie Bonadeo here, your host for Beauty Inside and Out. I have my very special guest here today, G. Pelletieri. She is the owner and founder of the Pilates and Gyrotonics Institute of Scottsdale. Um, and so you can find her on her website. And your website is? www.pilatesofscottsdale.com. Perfect. Good. So that's how you can find her. And we'll give you more information on the back end of the show, too, to also find her. And, you know, G's been involved in the education arena for many, many years. She was a teacher. What grade did you teach? I taught uh, first through sixth grade physical education. Then I also taught at Glendale Community College for 10 years. Nice. And all of it in the realm of fitness and health and wellness? um, Athletic injuries. Yep. You bet. Good. So she's she's had years of experience in all of these different type of exercises. And as she was just sharing with us before we went to break, that there seems to be, you know, certain fads that are happening. So every five years, the fads are happening. So ballet bar, CrossFit, those are really popular options right now. And I got to tell you, I had a, I had a friend and I, and I, I love what you shared with me on break. So we're going to bring this up. I had a friend, she was uh, late 20s, early 30s ish. And she's like, come do CrossFit with me. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm a CrossFit kind of girl. So we go and um, they hurt me. Like they literally, I hurt myself. Like I wasn't in the right shape even to be doing the basic scenario exercises that they wanted me to do to determine where I was at in my fitness, you know, capacity. Right, right, right. And I actually pulled a muscle in my back that caused me pain for like three months. And I even went to the doctor and said, what did I do? Did I rip something? Is something is a disc out of alignment? And I went and had to get an MRI after that. So that wasn't a good experience for me. And I know, I know, you know, maybe it's a particular generation that really wants to do that kind of workout. I'm way more of a yoga, Pilates, you know, I like it. I am a crazy busy person all day long. I don't want to go into a workout of crazy busy. I want to go into a workout that's going to provide a little bit of calmness and peace for me. Right. And still feel good. Right. I think that if you really look at yourself and you decide, what does my body really like to do? I think if you do a few different things and just try them out. Some people love to swim. Some people just like to be in nature all the time. They mm-hmm. like to hike. They they don't want to be indoors at all. I think you have to really sit down and look at yourself and say, you know what? I really enjoy doing ballroom dancing. I really enjoy doing, um, say, the treadmill. It, it all depends on what you really like because, like I said before, the the more you like what you are doing, the more you will do it. Yes, that's true. You see true. what I mean? A lot of people think that they have to get on the treadmill or they have to do CrossFit or they have to do Pilates or they have to do yoga. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is get out there three times a week, do something that you enjoy for 45 minutes to an hour. So move. 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 I remember seeing a Denzel Washington on a, a talk show years ago. Um, and so it must have been Jay Leno. So it was like a Jay Leno uh-huh. uh, show. And he said, you know, and he, he's still doing all these action movies and, you know, he's very fit and he's, and, you know, and, and in good shape. And they're like, what do you do at that? You know, at, at this age, what are you doing? And he says, stretching. 
Right. He goes, it's not so much about building and working out and doing the kind of exercise I did younger. He says, as I'm aging, stretching is probably one of the most important things. Right. You bet. And I really admired that because that, that gave me a different point of view. It shifted my thought on, do I get on the treadmill and run and be crazy like that? Or can I just move my body and stretch my body and it will still feel good and support my fitness and wellness. Right. There's so many different things that you can do. Some people love to lift weights. They feel better with that. I, most people and most, most physicians will tell you that most people should be doing a little bit of weight work. Now, weight work is what? You can move your body around using your own body as a weight, like in yoga, tai chi, things like that. You don't have to be in a gym lifting 500 pounds of weight over your head. Okay, good point. So the whole thing is, is that you want to do something that feels good to you, that you're going to get a benefit out of, and you're not going to get injured. Yes, not injured. And yes. not injured because that's what happens. People won't do anything all week long. They'll go out on the weekend. They'll go somewhere. They'll try to do something way beyond what their body is capable of at that time. And then they get up getting injured, back, neck, shoulder. So you have to be really careful with where your body is at at that exact time. Yeah, I, I said to, uh, you know, I, I recently signed up for another gym, and the reason why I signed up for this gym is because they did have a variety of classes. They had a, more choices than one yoga class per week, so I knew that that would fit in my schedule. Right. Um, and they had some other classes that I thought, you know what, I'd like to try those out. Now, I haven't tried them out yet, but you know how you sign up for a gym and you get a free uh, personal trainer workout. Right. And he had shared with me, and he's and I said to him, I said, please, I'm begging you. My goal is to, because it was over the holidays, my goal is to be in here every day for the next 10 days to get it in my system, to feel alive by doing it, and to kind of start creating it as an important habit. And I said, so if you work me out today and I'm too sore to come in here tomorrow, then it's defeated my purpose. So whatever you do with me today, I want to feel good tomorrow. And he's like, that's a really good point. But he doesn't know my body. He's right. just going to do things that he thinks that I can sustain or, or I'll try to prove to him I can do it and then I'll end up not feeling well the next day or you know, really too sore to go in. Right. And that's why it's really important that if you do decide that you want a personal trainer or you're going to go to a class, ask that person what their background is. Ask them what they, you know, if they know anything about injuries, if you have a bad back, if you have a bad shoulder, what can you do instead of certain things that might bother you too? And they should be asking that. It's really important. It's amazing how many people don't ask the people that are in charge of them what their background is and to tell them this hurts, that hurts, my back is sore. And maybe the person that is training you should should know everything that you can do other than hurting yourself even more. Does that yeah, make sense? It does make sense. And um, and I think you're right. So so really it was like, what do you like to do right. and what would make you feel good doing it? Right. So I like yoga because I like the music they play. Sometimes they play like really recent jams and you're like, we're doing yoga to like some really modern music. Sometimes it's very serene, but I like the music in a workout. Um, I like that it's just about me and it's not a competition with anybody right. else. Right. Um, I like that somebody's not screaming at me. So like, you know, I go to spin classes and every now and then and they're screaming at you, spin faster! <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with somebody right. screaming at me in a workout session. It just sets me off and I want to like strangle them. 
Um, so I, I'm clear of what I like. I also like to go hiking, and I'll go hiking by myself up a mountain or on a trail and or take my dog. Um, and because those things, I think, are mentally good for me as well as physically. Exactly. Yeah. So you know what you like. A lot of people have never tried different things, so they don't really know what they like. So to me, it's really important that you go out and you try different things. It doesn't all have to all be in one week. I mean, go out and try a jazzercise class. Go out and maybe lift some weights. See how your body does with those. Lots of different bodies do like different things. Yeah. So tell me about the different types of things. Because, I mean, maybe people don't even know what Pilates is or gyrotonics. I mean, that's right. That, right, right. I, I may not know what it is. So fill us in on what you specialize in and then how that's different from just some other traditional workouts. Well, I've taught pretty much everything there is to teach in all the years that I've taught. And um, I've had five uh, left knee surgeries. And after oh, my big, big, big knee surgery, um, I used to run and I used to, I used to do, be crazy. I used to ski. I used to do all different kinds of things. And I realized that my knees just could not take it anymore. So I started doing something called Pilates in 1990. And I realized um, it was mainly first developed for dancers. And then um, it started kind of going through the United States. It started in Germany. And it, it's a form of exercises that uses springs and pulleys and, and different pieces of equipment that um, helps your body get stronger, mainly in the core. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of people that when they sit at a desk all day long and their posture starts rounding out, you want to do things that work your abdominal area and also the back muscles. So Pilates is really good for that. Um, gyrotonic is probably about 25, 30 years old, and that's another piece of equipment that is all um, circular in motion. So the the inventor of gyrotonic was from Romania, and he looked at all the different mammals in the world, and he noticed that every animal, every human being, likes to arch and curl their spine. That's something that people really love to do. So the machine that he created actually does all circular motions of all the joints. So the people that love gyrotonic are people that love yoga, people that love to dance, people that have rods in their spines. I have clients that have Parkinson's, all different kinds of immune um, fibromyalgia, different immune problems, and that really helps them with their joints. People with rheumatoid arthritis. Because of circulation? Because circulation, it's, it's low impact in it's a sense? Low, it's so low impact. Okay. And it's one of the only exercises that I've ever seen, other than maybe some martial arts, that actually does full range of motion of the hips, the shoulders, the back, the neck. So it's very different. And not many people know about it because um, it's mainly done on a piece of gyrotonic equipment. And you have to usually go to a gyrotonic studio in order to do it. And you have all this equipment in your studio. And I studio. do. I do have that okay. equipment. So, And that's the one nice thing that I've noticed when people come to do gyro. They feel much more lengthened. They feel better um, posture. Better posture. They're, they, they feel just longer and leaner and they just feel so good. There's such wonderful breathing throughout gyrotonic like in yoga and Pilates and some of the other martial arts. Oh, I want to do this. I know we did experience some of this. And I, I got to tell you that in, in my timeline of working out with G and not working out with G too, some, with some job changes that kind of had me commit to more work and less working out, 
Um, I did have the best posture I've ever had when I worked out with you. It's amazing. Yeah. I have clients that are in their mid-70s that can hike and go over boulders, and you would never think that they're 75 because they move so fluidly. And that's, that's what really matters down the road is that your, your brain is nice and clear. You're able to focus. We do a lot of different right-left brain programming with the gyrotonic and the Pilates machine both. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this then from the inside. So if this if in Pilates and gyrotonics that there's this full motion and this ability to this like, you know, arching and this concave, convex type of motion and stuff like that, um, it's it also then would think that if things are happening on the inside, that's making us healthier. So we've got circulation. What else we got going on from the inside? Well, the one thing I like to work on a lot, and, and, and no matter what I'm teaching, is balance. I think the older we get, the more our balance starts to diminish. And it's amazing to me. When you work out and you work a lot of balance, I happen to use the BOSU ball a lot uh, when you're on the Pilates equipment. And you don't really actually need all this equipment. You can do these things at home as well. So for people that maybe cannot afford to go to Pilates or gyrotonic or yoga classes, you can do a lot of these things at home. Um, It's really important that you balance on one leg in the studio, we do a lot of things with the right-left brain where your right leg is doing something, your left hand is doing something, okay. and, and we're doing little patterns. I so call that's them, good for the brain. You betcha. You betcha. I call them Alzheimer prevention exercises because I really believe, and I've seen it over and over again from when somebody starts with me, how well they're, they focus on different types of aspects of their entire life. It carries over. It carries over to everything you do. Okay, so we got some brain exercising going on while we're physically exercising our body. You bet. We got circulation going on when we're moving our body like that. So that's getting more blood supply and regenerating. The joints are being moved in the right places. You're getting stronger because, of course, you're using your own body weight as well as the springs on the the Pilates machine, the, um, the straps on the gyro machine. But what really, what really helps more than anything is everybody's attitude. Your attitude, I, I can see it when somebody comes in for the first time, they seem kind of like they're foggy. The more they work out and the healthier they get, their brain becomes so much clearer. They seem so much happier. Their whole, um, their, their whole outlook on life seems so much different. And that's why I love what I do because I can actually see this happening. So that's an addiction that you can get just like sugar is an addiction on the other end. You bet. So, you, if, bet. you know, get, get the sugar out of your system. Um, but if you work out, then you're creating what? Is it endorphins? endorphins. You bet. And that's creating that happiness that's in right. you. And so you are have more clarity. You have more joy. You have uh, more flexibility. flexibility. You're able to do. I'll give you an example. One of my clients today told me that she's so excited. She's going to be 68 in April. And she's the one that takes the, the Christmas tree down, puts the Christmas tree up. She's got a 14-foot tree. She has to go up onto a ladder. And the older you get, the 
more fearful you become yes. of doing things. Yes, never get on a ladder alone. Exactly. <laughs> and so she's able to do this, and she's so proud of herself. She can squat down. She says, you know, gee, it's amazing to me how many of my friends can't do this. And that's really true. Mm. The more the more that you do, the stronger you get, the better your attitude is. It's amazing the things that you can do. And the Traveling, more focused and you clarity. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, can travel, travel. You can move your luggage. You can you can do things that you never think think that a lot of people really they a lot of people can't do. Well, that's such a great story. Thank you for sharing that. So we're going to take a break, and when okay. I come back, I want to be able to talk a little bit more about some things that people can do at home, and I also want to touch back on the wellness piece from our eating, because I think that is a I think that's a big part of it. It's like they go hand in hand. So all right, so we're going to go to a break right now. So again, feel free to tweet me. T- what are you doing that is having you stay fit? Where's joy and happiness coming from your fitness routine? Um, or go on uh, Facebook Beauty Inside and Out Show and give us some insight of uh, of what you think the our listeners need to hear. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. 
I have my guest here today, uh, G. Pelletieri on Beauty Inside and Out. So we just were talking about beauty from the inside and how exercise really is creating a better functionality of our body, our organs, our blood, our brain cells, all of those things, right? Yes, And um, we touched on the different types of exercises and what some things that people can do at home. We're going to touch a little bit more on that as well. Um, but on the break, G. just shared with me uh, that two or three glasses of wine is the equivalent of the calorie intake that a woman should have in a day? Well, if you drink about three, two, three glasses of wine, about a six-ounce glass of wine is about 250 calories. A regular female, their daily calorie intake should be about 1,500 calories a day. That's including all the food, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. So if you're drinking two or three glasses of wine, you've drank about, oh, about 900 calories. So if you think about what you eat during the rest of the day, you're pecking on uh, some serious pounds by the end of that year. Oh, I hate you right now for even sharing that. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, it's like we get we get all this mixed messaging like, oh, a glass of wine is good. But I guess it's a glass of wine. Right. And a glass of wine is six ounces. If you look at what most people drink, it's about 10 to 12 ounces. And that's per glass because I brought a glass into the studio and I showed everybody how many how much six ounces were and they were astounded that it was like so it, little. Yeah, it was like yeah. They, it was like they poured short. Yes, yeah, yes. It's like, yeah. no, you didn't yeah. give me my full glass of wine at right. $12 a glass. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. when people are pouring it at home, it's amazing how much those add, those add up during. And I'm not saying don't ever do it. I'm just saying try not to do it every day. Yeah, because then that's that's what you're that's, that's added onto the calories you of what bet. you're eating. You yeah. bet. Yeah, okay. and it's a lot of sugar too. A lot of sugar too. A lot so of sugar. yeah, so there's this whole big thing that we really, really have to start watching our sugars because not only are we uh, getting so much more diseases, but heart disease, diabetes, all of these things are on the increase. And we're not going to get healthier as we get older if we continue to keep eating like that. So, G, tell us about kind of, you know, because I, I know you already are, you're fit. You, your life is about fitness. You're helping other people in the fitness and wellness and healthy arena and stuff. But let's talk about food and share with me then, you know, what do you do to stay, to stay healthy from a food perspective? Well, I think most people, they either are on a diet or they're eating whatever they want to eat. I don't think there's any mm, way where... There's no in-between. There's no in-between. And I think <laughs> people true. have to get out of the mindset <laughs> that you're on a diet. Because as most people know, diets don't work. They, they don't. It's it's like, I can't have this, and right. so I want, so it, you more. want it more. It creates the, 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 the more we resist, the more it persists. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think if you take everything, it's just like anything else. If you can plan out what you want to eat during the week, and that's also for your kids. I mean, you have to realize that the United States of America has the most obese children in the entire world. That is ridiculous because we have so much to give to our children and all we're doing is giving them junk food after junk food after junk food. And not being as active. And they're not active anymore. They're not active. They're sitting in front of the TV. They're sitting in front of their computers. So you have to do something. Most people do really well if they can have what I call a cheat day. And it's not even like, don't even think about it that way. You have to just realize, if you want 
Cheetos. Have Cheetos on a Saturday or pizza. Have pizza one day a week. But you can't do it every day. You have to have, and this is my, this is what I tell all of my clients all the time when people ask me what they should eat. I always say, if God made it, eat it. If he didn't make it, don't eat it. So if you really think about it, God did not make Twinkies. He did not make Cheetos. Twinkies can live on the shelf for 27 years. So if you think about the absolute amount, the millions of chemicals that are in a Twinkie, is that something that you want to feed your body? No, it's not. Do you want to feed your kids that? No. I mean, I was in a plane one day and I saw a six-month-old getting, um, in her bottle she had Sprite, <laughs> six months oh, old, Lord. and the baby's drinking Sprite out of her bottle. I, I went nuts. So, you know, you have to be responsible not only for yourself, but also for what you're feeding your children. So if you look at a grocery store, like I always say, just go to the perimeters of the grocery store. If you look at all the aisles, they are all full of processed foods. You have to take a minute. You have to decide what you're going to eat every day. Yeah, that's true. And you so, have yeah. to make it healthy. So my grocery store is produce on one end, you know, proteins in the back, and alcohol on the side. So you're saying right. I can kind of like swing by vegetables, proteins, yes, and then off to yes. the alcohol? No, don't go near the, al- <laughs> the near the alcohol department. But, I mean, there's so many things, and we're all in a big rush. So the first thing we do is we go to different, um, you know, fast food places. Mm-hmm. Stay away from the fast food. Stay away from the sodas. And let me tell you something. I was a junkaholic when I was young. All we did was eat Twinkies and cupcakes and soda. So I understand where that all comes from. However, you don't realize what it's going to do. If you do something for 21 days, you're going to break that habit. So start right now. Say, you know what? I'm going to eat pizza once a week instead of three times a week. I'm not going to go to um, a fast food place Make some food at your home. Bring food to work. Mm, that's Make a big sure one. Bring you food bet. To work. You bet. So many people go out to restaurants. It's amazing to me how much money people spend going out to restaurants and eating food that they really don't know how much sodium it has in there, how many fats is in the are in the salad dressings, things like that. Yeah, well, and it's expensive, too. Yeah. So, all right, so I'm going into the grocery store. I'm going to stick with the, you know, the fruit and vegetable aisle. I'm going to focus in on some proteins type of thing. Um, what are Help me out here because I am a sweet tooth. What are some sweet things other than fruit? Because this time of year, I don't desire fruit. When it's cold, right. I don't want fruit. It's It makes me cold. Right. So what are some sweet things that I can eat to kind of like, you know, get that sweet tooth What What, what do you craved? like? What kind of sweet do you like? Uh, chocolate. Um, okay. Uh, cookies. Cookies. Okay. Yeah. So like say for instance, if you have a um, box of cookies, how many cookies will you eat at one time? Maybe two or three. Okay, so you're pretty good about that. Yeah. Most people don't eat just two or three. So maybe you decide, okay, well, I'm going to ration them off. So instead of having two or three a day, you have them every other day. Or say, for instance, you have a sweet tooth, maybe get some hummus, maybe get some grapes, even though those are kind of cold. You just have to think of different things. But if I do fruit in the wintertime at room temperature, I can tolerate it. It's just, it's not fruit in the refrigerator that you would do like typically in the summertime. Right. So you can have oranges, you can have tangerines, you can have grapes. They don't need to be in the refrigerator. Yeah. No, those those things I don't mind, and that does kind of satisfy it. Right, and you can pack those in your kid's lunch. Even sometimes I'll just do like a teaspoon of peanut butter. 
Right. Or how about a teaspoon of honey? A teaspoon of honey, things like that, that kind of satisfy the sweet tooth. And I keep a really good, high-quality dark chocolate in my freezer. There you go. And I will snip off a little square, and sometimes that satisfies it. But I do that with a glass of wine, too. Okay, then. (laughs) But again, you know, if you do things every once in a while, you're not going to feel depraved of not having it. So, So do it every once in a while, but keep it... You know, maybe space it out a little bit longer. Right. Not every day. Not every day. Not every exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I notice that when I do go work out, so when I do go to the gym or I do hike or go for a, a nice good walk, um, I want to eat healthier. So exactly. even if my eating habits are not ideal, if I work out, my eating habits get better. Right. I think it's really important, too, that people drink a lot of water. Oh, we don't I think drink enough. Especially here in the Valley. I think it's really important that we drink a lot of water, um, that you take the time when you're eating to sit and eat, not play on your phone, not watch TV. Just really take the time out to think about what you're eating and um, uh, and sit there with your kids and, and sit there and mm-hmm. eat a regular dinner or eat a regular breakfast. I think a lot of people are in such a rush that we don't take that time out like we used to back in the day where everybody ate together. Yeah. And I know it's really hard, but if you can do it, maybe even just, you know, uh, once day, once during the week and then on, on Sunday or something. So let's talk about, um, you know, like the time of day for people to work out. I know that it's like people can't imagine getting up at five and going to work out in the morning prior to them getting ready to go to work. But then five o'clock in the afternoon, we're, we're beat. We feel like we've been beaten up after a day of work right. sometimes. I think it's really important that you know what type of person you are. I don't like to necessarily work out in the morning. I don't feel good to work out. So I think everybody has their little time that's really good. But you have to look at your schedule. Maybe you work out at noon. Maybe you can't get all sweaty during noon. Do you really have to get sweaty? No, you really don't. You can go out, put, bring your sneakers to work, walk around the block a few times. So it's not something that you, you know, try, try different things during the day, too. Maybe one day on a Saturday you can get up in the morning. Yeah. What do well, you I, like I, to do? And I do on the weekends. I don't mind the morning. Right. During the week, it's very stressful to do the mornings. Right. Yeah. Because you're too much in a rush or. Yeah. Um, the uh, And I notice one of the things about the morning is because I don't eat a lot in the morning. And so if you work out and I've got an empty stomach and I don't have, I'm not hydrated enough, it makes me feel worse right. throughout the day. Right. So you, if you're going to work out in the morning, you got to make sure that you're putting some food and water you in your betcha. system. Yes. You have to get your glycemic index at the right level so you don't faint when you're, you know, going out and, and doing something straight out when you get up in the morning. Good. All right. So we've talked about the different genres of exercising and we've talked about some good eating healthy habits to stay well Um, what are some things that people can do at home if they really don't have the time or the money to join a gym or go to a studio like yours that's that's a great question I think the one thing that everybody can do is one of two things one you can always walk that's all you need is a decent pair of sneakers Go out and walk around. Start out with 15 minutes. Start out, go the next day, 20 minutes. Keep trying to push it up to about 45 minutes. So kind of keep a, increase your pace Increase too. your go pace. Go a little further, go a little, go further, a little harder. Go a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah, we like to see somewhere between about 45 minutes to an hour. And you're going to hear a lot of different things about that. But you want to get your, your heart rate up a little bit. You want to be able to talk when you walk. You don't mm, have to run. I can't do that when I'm hiking mountains. Well, yeah. Because 
I mean, right, because you're going uphill. But I mean, it's really important that you do something for at least 35 to 45 minutes when you do something. Another thing is, is you can always buy um, all types of, um, there's things on your computer that you can uh, even rent by the month to do um, exercises at home. You can download those things on your phone. Oh, yeah, you can do it on your phone. Set your phone up on a little little iPod and everything. Yeah. um, Like a little uh, holder. And use that as a guide. Right. You can put it on your computer. You can put it on your iPad. Anything that you have um, technology-wise, you can work out and do floor exercises. You can do Zumba. You can do any, almost stretch. any. Just you can do yoga. Stretch. You can do Tai Chi. You can do all kinds of things and never leave your home, which I is great. I sometimes dance in my house on a Saturday night, but there's usually wine involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or tequila. Or tequila. <laughs> oh, that's a good exercise. I right vacuum, there, yeah, vacuum it. Yeah. All right, so um, I know that we've got some really good ideas, and I hope people are going to choose to have their best body this year. But really what I want them to choose is to just be more healthy. Right. I and think health choose is really, healthy, yes. healthier lifestyle. So fit is a great question to have, but you got to determine what that fit level is for you. What's going to make you happy to want to be fit? And I know that one of the things that uh, Tosca, my guest, um, last week had said was, you got to d- uncover the why. Why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to be fit? Why do you want to make better choices in the food you're eating? And when you can uncover the why, I think that we're more apt to have that intent of being healthy. I think a lot of people, too, they just look at what is on the outside. They they want to look uh, good. Yes. And, and that's that's. Awesome. I think everybody wants to look good. Everybody wants to look great. But I think you also have to worry about what's going on in the inside, too. Well, that's what counts. You betcha. You betcha. So you, you know, can look listen, great on the outside. Listen, we can surgically do anything on you the outside. Bet. So you got the money and you got the time and you want to go through some of that pain on the right. outside. You have at it. But if we were really more happy with who we are, those things wouldn't be even on our thought process. Right. We would say, I'm healthy, I'm eating good, I'm exercising, and I have a joyful life. That's right. Yeah. A joyful life is what it is about. Right. That's what it's yes. about. So, yes. all right. So, for those of you that are interested in finding out more about Pilates and gyrotonics, um, then you need to get hold of my dear friend, G, here. So, G, give us how they can find you and um, exactly where you're located. Great. Um, my studio is called the Pilates and Gyrotonic Institute of Scottsdale. I'm located at 5310 East Shea Boulevard in Scottsdale. My number is 480-250-2025. And you can call me there, even if you just don't want to discuss you know, things that you want to maybe go through, some of the things that I might be able to help you with. I'd be more than happy to, um, to speak with you about your fitness and wellness um, program. And uh, I hope to hear from you soon. Good. That's perfect. And you know what? And listen, if you if you come into Arizona as a part-time um, or maybe you come here for business, you know, still there's opportunities to be able to go visit G in her studio and you get bet. a class or two in and get introduced to it. Thank you for being a guest here today. You're welcome. We, Thank you. This is, you know what? This, this is the part that I want to get through. So this was part four of our series and we were talking about being fit, well, and healthy. And, you know, and how exercise can make an impact with us. But exercise is very different for a lot of people. So be sure 
sure to join us next week because we're going to go on the inside. We're going back on the inside and we're going to talk about emotional healing. Why sometimes we know all the right things to do and we still choose not to do them. So my guest is Alejandra Crucifoli, my business partner, and she's going to share with us that the healing part may have not been resolved yet as to why we're not making the better choices in our life. And we get stuck. That's how we get stuck. So join us next week on Beauty Inside and Out. It will be part five of our six-part series. And uh, be sure to tweet me, follow me on Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out Show. We would love to have you join us and share your ideas as well. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 